I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, is this thing on? It's Look Sports Media. And it's time for a breakdown. I'm alone. I'm muted, but I'm unmuted now. Um, I'm only alone for the, the the foreseeable because Hannah will be joining me. But guys, welcome to the the, the breakdown. I could call it the League Two breakdown, but it's not really called that, even though it is. Uh, welcome to this week's breakdown, and we are going to have probably a shit show, but it's fun. So we're going to talk about everything that's gone on in League Two. Big news today is that the Cowleys have gone to Colchester. Um. Said earlier on Twitter, I didn't put it on anywhere else. If you're watching anywhere else, this is for you guys. But earlier on, we did say that if you want to join tonight, we're doing things a bit different. If you want to join, put in the messages, whether your message is on Facebook, whether your message is on Twitter, whatever it is, send us a message. We'll send you a link. You can join in. You can actually come into the, the chat room and uh, have your say on something that's happening in the league, in League Two, if you want to do that. Um, but yeah, welcome, everyone. I got, uh, ooh, my birds are blue. Good evening, Birds of Blue. Also got Ainsley joining us. Ainsley have, Ainsley, have I seen you win this before? Have you come to this one? Is this, or is you, you're six or sixer, but you're not. I don't think you've been at this one before. Maybe you have. Maybe I'm just being ignorant. And we also got Kieran joining us as well. Um, wonder if Kieran's feeling, feeling a little bit better about his season. I know that Ainsley is um, because you know a draw and a and a win apparently makes it all better. Uh, we've also got Chris joining us. Evening, mate. Just sub Carlisle fan here. Nice to see you prepping for next season. This is League Two, mate. 
we'll see you very, very soon. Um, as a Bradford fan, I'm delighted with what's going on at Carlisle. Um, you guys threw e-cigs at me in playoffs, so I, I'm allowed to feel that way. But yeah, first, I'm, right. I've got to highlight this comment. Evening, please don't bring him up. Bring who up, Jamie? Who? Oh, Jake Young. We're talking about Jake Young. Jake Young, the league's second top goal scorer who's returned to Bradford and uh, has already endeared himself to Bradford fans because they put a TikTok out this morning and it was um, it was what would be your darts intro music um, because, you know, that's on, that's on topic at the minute. And Jake Young just looked at the camera and said, not cake by the ocean, Leeds scum, and just walked away. I was like, yeah, he's Bradford. He's back through and through. Um, oh, Jamie's saying nobody, so that's fine. I, I won't bring nobody up. We'll just talk about Jake Young. Um, and we'll definitely, definitely in that. So have a look. Kieran's saying, no matter what, I'm happy with finishing above 23rd. Jokes aside, here's one for you. Who's finishing 23rd and 24th? Realistically now, who do you think? Do you think that the Cowleys can do it? For, for me, and I know producer Ryan's listening, I'm going to be brutally honest. This is make or break for the Cowleys. If they don't get this right, they can't dine out on that Lincoln success anymore. This this is it. You get to a point where your success is mass, is outweighed by your, your other opportunities, and this will be the, the third opportunity away from Lincoln where if it doesn't work, it hasn't worked. I know that there's people who say that there were circumstances around Portsmouth and things like that, but, you know, your manager's his job is to, to really pull through that. Good evening, Ian. Welcome. Nice to see you back. We've also got Jason joining us as well, you freeloading scum. Um, as your CEO would love to call you, Chris Welch, I'm just happy we won a game of football. So I'm glad you've got nothing against Bradford. I've, I've actually got nothing against Carlisle. It just it became a really funny thing to do. And uh, Carlisle fans were really, really fast at biting. So we, we kind of just kept, kept going at it. Um, Jason believes that Swindon and Forest Green are the two to go down. Do you really think that Swindon are going to get relegated? Like, see, being being brutally honest, guys, do you think that Swindon are a relegation team this season? Because I, I, I don't. I think that everyone's going to pull together. They know what they've lost. I think you'll be okay. I think you'll surprise a lot of people this second half of the season. I, I really do. Um, Jake. He's saying evening, Cal Robinson soon. Is that is that a prediction, Jake, of Cal Robinson to Salford? Is that what you're saying? Interesting, if so. Dale's also asking who's Notts County's next manager. I'm going to say something controversial here. And it was um, Ryan put out a tweet on the, I think it was a Luxports Media account, where he said, what's your, kind of like a controversial take? And I said that, the winners of this year's League Two playoffs are nowhere near the playoffs yet. So I think it's it's a, it's a massive outsider. Another one for you. I think that um, Christ Almighty, I think I've gone completely blank. I think that Notts County losing their manager is a good thing. And like everyone's going to ask me and say that I'm I'm stupid for that, but I feel like they've been or they're starting to get found out at an EFL level. 
and that's why we've seen that drop off. They were up there at the beginning, and it's it's slowly but surely they're finding it more and more difficult to 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 turn teams over. So I yeah maybe maybe it's a a good thing. I don't know who's next. Who who does anyone else think will be next? I would have probably said the Cowleys because I felt I feel like the Cowleys would have been that sort of club, but maybe not. Someone actually said earlier in our group chat uh, that Neil Wood would be a great fit for, for Notts County in terms of how they play, which I think maybe so, but I'd, uh, are they going to give him an opportunity? God knows. Um, let me have a look here. Let's have a look at some other stuff that's been discussed here. Kieran's saying that Forest Green and either Sutton or Colchester, if Colchester do go down, that's yeah, like I say that that's got to be it for the Cowleys. It, it, not in t- it's not it obviously, but they can't be the top of everyone's lists from then on, can they? Surely. Ian wants to know. He says, "Does anyone know what is happening with signings at Stockport?" Um, we don't know what is happening with signings at Stockport, but I wouldn't be surprised to see, as you've written quite clearly there, I wouldn't be surprised to see Stockport going in for. Elliot Watt at Salford. I, I really wouldn't. Um, I don't believe that Odin Bailey's gone through yet, but he hasn't been recalled, has he? So I don't know what's happening there because I know that they were... I don't, is he, was he on a six-month loan? Was he on a, a season? What What's the situation? Does anyone know? Um, Jamie, I was lucky. I see enough lucky wins to keep us up this season. I, I do. I think Swindon will shit out quite a few teams this season and stay up. And I really do think that they will stay up. Whether or not it happens, we don't know. I also predicted Doncaster to be top three this season. So, you know, you don't always get what you want. Although, I kind of am getting what I want with that as well. Kieran, I'm not sure who you were responding to about that part. We've, we've, I've kind of drifted between teams here. So, depending on their January, they easily could be. I agree. Whoever you're talking about, Kieran, I agree. They easily could be. I think Sutton are gone. Looks like being found out eventually. The, the thing is, Chris, Sutton play a style that you can find out, but it's still very, very, very hard to combat because it's a, it's that team that are just rough and ready and they'll play horrible, horrible football and you'll really struggle to break them down sometimes and you'll struggle to to get through to to uh, to score goals yourself. Like If they come at you, if they do it right, it's, it's difficult. Sutton are a horrible, horrible side. We, we, we've known what they've been about since the second they came into the league, but it's been hard for anyone to actually stop them. Jake is saying odds have been suspended. Okay, so odds have been suspended with Carl Robinson as as favourite. Um, I mean, odds getting suspended at this level are quite... It don't really make much of a difference. I know we had um, odds suspended several times at Bradford, and you know, it took six weeks. It just... Someone lumps a bit of money on, and the book is shit themselves let's be brutally honest and when they shit themselves then you know you don't really know what to do they just they just back out christian McHale, back-to-back promotion incoming for wrexham up the shagging town kieran says (laughs) no do you know what right i gave wrexham a lot of shit at the beginning and I feel like it was justified. And I feel like me and some Wrexham fans now, there's, there's some that still don't like me, but we've come to some agreement where they kind of understand where I was coming from. And, I, you know, I've defended them this last few days. I've had Stockport, a Stockport fan coming at me um, over something that actually wasn't said. But 
I, you know, I was defending Wrexham fans off the back of that. I, uh, yeah, I, th- I think you will go up. I actually said on Sunday, and I'm glad Hannah's not here for this. Um, but and sorry, Ian, I know you're here, but this is this might piss you off a little bit. I was asked who I think will be the top three that will go up this season, and I said take fourth, third, and second, and just move them all up one. So it would be Wrexham, Mansfield, and well, Mansfield top, Wrexham, and Barrow. That's my that's who I think would be my top three this season. Um, mm. Rumours as well. I've just had sent to me rumours that Cal Robinson was spotted at Hotel Football yesterday. Which, for anyone who's watched the Salford City documentary, will know where that's that's pretty much where the club operates from on a day to day basis. Um, yeah, I, you've got to think that he will. But like I say, guys, if anybody wants to come in, anybody wants to join us, um, please send a just send a, a message. Put on the chat in here that you want to join, um, and we'll find a way to get the link to you. You come on, and we can have a chat. Bring a subject, and we'll 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 have a we'll have a nice chinwag about what is going on. Um, one subject that I want, in fact, I'm going to wait for Hannah for that subject because I know that she she loves it. Um, Kieran doesn't want to say Sutton will go down because he narrow. He said they'll narrowly stay up. Like I say, Sutton are a hard team to break down on their day. They've just nothing's clicked. I, I I agree, Chris. Chris has said there that Luke Williams will be another Michael Duff at Swansea, too big a step up. I, I think that Luke Williams has had a style that was very, very effective in the National League, and I feel like it's not as effective in the EFL, and the further up, and up the chain you get, it's not as effective. And that's why we've seen, you know, when they came in, no one really knew what they were about. Opening game of the season, they got absolutely smashed off the park, and then they kind of put that run together. But then over the last... I don't, know, I don't know how far back. To be fair, since the Bradford game, when they smashed us, it's kind of just dropped off. And I feel like people are, are, are getting behind how to to tear them apart and how to to pick them up. Not not tear them apart, but pick them apart. Um, Andrew Hilton Turner, thoughts on Chesterfield? Um, do you know it? Chesterfield for me are a team that. They did very, very well to not end up in trouble with going for broke over COVID. I feel like Chesterfield really, really, really didn't need to put as much money in as they as they did. You know, they were really, really trying to get out of the National League, and unfortunately, they didn't. Um, but this year, you're there. You've got a team that. Again, similar to what Wrexham had last season and Notts County as well. Because, look, I'm not knocking Notts County in terms of where they are on the table. I'm just saying that they're slipping. They're still a very, very good team. Chesterfield, they're running away with the National League. It's, it's probably it's the first time in how long that the National League hasn't been a two, three-horse race. Because it, it, it isn't. It's, it's Chesterfield to lose at this stage. Similar to League Two, being brutally honest, if Stockport don't win the league, given where they were, it's 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 down on them. Um so yeah, no, I'm looking forward to seeing Chesterfield come back. I've I think I believe, in fact I did, I watched my team get relegated there from League One, I think back in two thousand and six, seven season. Or was it the season before it was one around that time? I'm sure it was Chesterfield that relegated us the last game of the season. Pretty sure. Someone check that for me. Let me know. Um Jake was just typing that Neil Wood would be classed for them. I, I Jake, I actually do think I don't think he'll get the opportunity because 
of the Salford situation and the way things have gone this season. But Neil Wood's style does suit that Notts County team. It, it really does suit that Notts County team. <laughs> Jamie's saying Jody Morris a perfect fit for Notts. Jody Morris is not a perfect fit for Jody Morris. Let's be brutally honest. And I, I, do you know what? I'm, I'm so happy that that happened the way it happened because when Jody Morris came in, I got so much shit for saying I don't think that Jody Morris is going to be all that. And I was told he's the best. Of, he's the best. At, he's so he's the best in lower league. Sorry, no, in youth team football. Everybody wants him. Everybody's backing him. Everybody's saying that he's great. Mm. Kevin Betsy was also the best at youth team football. And we saw how that ended, ended and, you know, Jody Morris just ended up exactly the same. Charlie's asking if Jake Young is the top scorer of all time for the auto push. Uh, I mean, he's injured. Typical, isn't it? Swindon have been playing him for apparently the last three weeks with um, with a, a, an ankle injury, which <sighs> upset him. It is, it is, because it's just our luck. It's just our luck. That he gets injured. Um, oh, I've got someone who's jumping in. What the what's going on here? So hang on a second. I've got two jumping in. So I'm welcoming to the stage right now. We have Aaron. I also have Hello, mate. Good evening, guys. Welcome here. Now that you guys are here, I'll crack open this tin of gin. How are you? I'm smashing. How are you guys? Yeah, I'm good. I've come in because I've got a really controversial opinion that you were talking about before. Um, and this is one of Aaron's specials here, right? Right, right. Can we put a disclaimer out here? Right. Whatever Aaron says, email Ryan, not me. <laughs> it's Just... nothing bad, don't worry. Don't oh, worry, it's right, a footballing okay. opinion. Oh, right, um, okay. So here we I go. think Salford will go down indeed. And I think... I also think in the next two to three years, the class of 92 will slowly start to withdraw the money. See, for me, it's not the class of 92's money that's keeping them up. I was going to say, yeah. they're not technically the money men behind it, are they? Is it not the guy at Valencia? Peter, is it Peter Lim? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I, I mean, I do think that more and more of them will step away. I'm a bit confused as to, the, to the, the the infrastructure there, if I'm honest with you, because we've got, if I'm sure, I know Nicky Butts, the CEO, I believe Paul Scholes is head of recruitment. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah, because which... The, I mean, there was an interview, I can't remember with what publication, but Neil Wood did an interview not long after he left Salford and said, basically towards the end for the last like month or two, he was turning up to training with basically a load of like trialists in training, pre pretty much similar to the Abdella situation at Latix all them years ago. Basically trialists that he had no idea were coming that were turning up at training. Hmm. Wish we had tried less turning up at training. <laughs> Pipey's not even got first teamers turning up at training at Swindon. <laughs> How are you feeling, Fifey, about about oh. everything that's so far? How, like genuinely, like it's early days in January. Do you expect to see business it's before not, this it's, weekend? It's fucking late in January. For, sorry, I forgot what time it was. Sorry, uh, don't it, worry. We have, you swear if you like. Uh, <laughs> for what we need, it's very late in January already. <laughs> that's a good point we so i um i spent the summer putting out a, a 
lineup 11 graphic of the Swindon squad. And I brought that graphic back today with updated, you know, with no Young in it, no Mahoney in it, no Kemp in it, um, and so on and so forth. <laughs> We're struggling to name an 11 currently for Colchester. No, uh, never mind a subs bench. Yeah. When I say my next thing, this isn't delusions of grandeur, but someone made a very good point on Twitter the other, uh, earlier today when, when I posted something. Just before you do, uh, just before you do, please, well, please welcome Hannah. Hi. Hannah, you hear Fife is about to say something controversial. Oh, no, no, not, not controversial. Oh, not, controversial. not controversial. That's what we want. No, no. So someone, I, I posted something earlier and, and I can't remember if it was a reply or I just happened to see it on my thread, but someone made an excellent point. Regardless of anything else going on, how can any club, any professional football club, regardless of whether they're averaging in and around 9,000 fans for home games, whether they've got this, that or the next thing, any professional football team who in the first weekend in January is struggling to name a starting 11, never mind a subs bench, pathetic. <laughs> so what you're saying is we should just relegate you now. Well, what I'm saying is for about the 18th time in 26 games, a League Two club has sacked their manager and hired a new one ahead of playing us. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's only Stockport that haven't this year changed their manager before playing us. And how have those games gone for you, Fife? Yeah, we lose every single time. We're, we're about the only team that doesn't get a new manager bounce. Yeah. Oh, you got you got one last season when Jody Morris won his one game against us. I'll Honestly, what, right. what, what surprised me about the Swindon situation a little bit, I get it, because obviously it was a mark of respect. But I've never seen a club do two exit interviews like that. Like they did oh, mate, honestly, don't. Young, don't. Two it, I, I went on to our, I Sorry, went on right. to our WhatsApp chat with, with the the rest of the podcast guys, and I put a screenshot of the Swindon Town YouTube channel. There was Dan Kemp's greatest goals. Farewell to Dan Kemp. Jake Young's greatest goals. Farewell from Jake Young. And then Young and Kemp watch their greatest Swindon. I'm like, what? The, what is this nonsense? Like, as good as they've been, right? As good as they've been, they've been on loan for four months. Like. So I, I jokingly put out today. So it's been suggested that um, Kokolo, the left wing back that we got from Burton that was on the short-term contract, Flynn yeah. suggested he's not having his contract extended. We're all waiting for his, you know, free videos to commemorate his five appearances. It's just, it, do you know what? That cringe. Shows that it, well, it is, but that to me shows that there's nothing else being done. There's, there's no other work being done. They're not working on videos for announcements of players. Well, it's too wet for the drone. It's too wet for the drone. Oh, yeah. Get that drone up above the county ground. Get that That's drone up. So you know something's going on. Hannah, Honestly. welcome. You're, uh, you're, are, you, are you still in America? I'm in Philadelphia now. She travels around. West Philadelphia. Born and raised. Born and raised, yeah. Hannah. Raised. Oh. Born and raised, Hannah. <laughs> It was a it was a child version. It was a child version. Oh, <laughs> Christ, don't bring Donny fans into this. It'll be blood drawn. Um, yeah. But we if it's any uh I did our fan hub for Mansfield, Mansfield which is the week no not Mansfield, oh god, the trauma. Uh Warsaw, <laughs> which is the week on Saturday, and uh really, really struggled to find eleven players. So it's not just you. 
You're not telling me you're struggling for 11 players. So we've got we've got nine out injured, like properly injured, as in not back quickly. And then we've got... Uh, not like Pepper Murphy injured, where he's not actually injured, he's just refusing to play, apparently. Until that Coca-Cola leaves. Until now Coca-Cola's left, he's available again. And yeah, then yeah. we've got uh, Ibi Torre's gone to AFCON, and then uh, Odin Bailey, who, who knows? I'll tell you how bad we are. Odin Bailey's not been recalled yet, Hannah, has it? No, no, but I think it was the sixth. It was, I mean, it's an end of loan. It's not. Oh, uh, is he only on a half season loan? Yeah. Mm, Shit. (laughs) Our our (laughs) AFCON International, we're we're that bad at the minute, and our players look that bad. Our AFCON International hasn't even made the squad, and he's been told to stay in Swindon. Well, that's he didn't go to train, he didn't, wasn't. Didn't he not go to training though? No, but this is the player. This is the play. Isn't this the player that chose not to go last time? Because he 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 was the one that was asked not to go for the friendly because we had no players. Yeah. Now they've said, well, you then, and he's not allowed to go. Remember, I was really angry about it and said that any player who gets called up, particularly from a League Two club, should go and represent their country. I think I went round and I, I think Hannah, I asked you your opinion. I think Liam, you were about. I asked yeah, your yeah. opinion. In fact, I think we did it live on Fools. I was just getting everybody on, saying, "What do you think of this?" Yeah, what? that's the way. Yeah, I was on Fools that week. Can I just point out that I think it is an absolute travesty that God's number nine, Mike Fondup, hasn't oh. been called up for Cameroon. I was just <laughs> going to bring Mike Fondup up, right, because. Here's the thing. And by the way, if anybody wonders what my snack is this week, and I know Liv's watching, right? So first and foremost, I'm going to apologise because she knows she doesn't know I've taken these from the kitchen. You've not been to the biscuit shop again, have you? I haven't, but I got some delivered the other day. So oh, wait till you see my snacks. I, I win. Only American snacks are always like top tier, innit? Yeah, I know, but they're, they're, they all just taste the same, don't they? Let's be brutally honest. No. Guys, I've got <laughs> coconut mini biscuits. Yes, good like lad. Coconut. I, no, I don't like coconut, but these are delightful. They remind me of those little animals. You know what you used to get? The ones with the animal print on the back and then the chocolate on the other side? Listen, listen if you you're mean an animal, animals, you've got problems. But... Yeah, animal. <laughs> are they yellow biscuits, Liam? I hope not, but they're beautiful. <laughs> no, they're not Ella's biscuits. Um, they've come from the Yorkshire Bakers. I don't Are they for kids? Does it matter? Oh, it says six months and up. Yeah, you fit in that bracket. Yeah, there's no top end. It's like a rusk. I love a good rusk. No, anyone. How, many, ba- how many packets of layers have you got, Hannah? Uh, I've got no. I've got a big packet of ruffles. I've got some Cheetos, but I've had a working Cheetos. meeting today, which is why I was late. Um, my colleague brought me the biggest box of donuts from Macmillan's Bakery in Westmont, New Jersey. Then you can see they're all they're like this crash. I've got cream in. I've got a bag of massive bag of bagels. I've got a butter cake. The girls are going to be so excited when they get back. See, I'm I'm more I'm more excited for my trip to Vegas for the food than the actual maybe winning like forty grand. Yeah, that's fair. The food's quite likely to happen. I mean, that's where we're at at this point. Yeah. Anna, did you did you hear that's my... a good point? So before we come back to God's number nine, because I do have a conversation about God's number nine. Anna, did you hear my prediction on League Two's top three? No. So it actually started on the 6 or 6 on Sunday, but I've repeated it tonight. Okay. I, I said take second, third, and fourth. Yeah. And just move them up one. Yeah. And that's, that's my top three. Okay. Your fourth. That's a ridiculous shout, by the way. 
I don't think there's it no is. way on this earth that the Stockport don't finish in the top three by the end of the season. How, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how you can say that. I mean, look at Stockport right now. Let's be brutally honest. Listen, listen, not... listen right now. Yeah, if, if Stockport finish outside the top three, I will. What will I do? I'll do some outlandish. <laughs> the thing is, right? Stockport are in the uh, top of the league. With a game, I was gonna say I'll let you watch off my wheelchair, but I might need it. You probably will need it. Um, yeah. Stockport have played two games more than second, and they're two points ahead. They've played a game more than third, and they're two points ahead. There's rather have the points in the games, though. Oh yeah, but then you've also got Barrow, who've got a game in hand as well, which would then take it to three points between Stockport and Barrow. It's very, very likely. To be be, be brutally honest. By the end of once these games are all level, Mansfield or Wrexham are most likely to be top. Probably Mansfield. Wrexham are most likely to be second. Stockport most likely will be third with Barrow nipping behind them. I think it's very likely. I'm not saying it will happen, but it, you, we can't say that there's no way they don't finish top three. Because Hannah, I got yeah, I believe Stockport will stay in the top three. Right, I'm just biding my time until I can get a word in edgeways. Shut up. <laughs> Um, I think that over the next week or so, we will definitely see that happen. Um, but I think that we're expected to do a decent amount of transfer business. And I, <laughs> um, I think when we've got players back, we're also in a really nice position in that we've already played Barrow and uh, Mansfield. We haven't got Wrexham until the last game of the season. We've got, we've played, and there's some stats about like the away games versus home games that we've got to play and where people are in the league. I'm not that worried. And I am, you know, I'm like the least positive Stockport County fan. Well, not ever because there's some really miserable bastards. But um, <laughs> at the moment, I am optimistic that with some return, any returns, quite honestly, uh, we're on plan C or D at the moment um, in terms of formations and starting lineup. And of the ones that are, okay, do you know what? I'll I'll work out in a minute how many there are now that were starting when we were on that run in September. It's like when was it? When was it? October, November. There's probably not that many, with the exception of Ben Hinchliffe. Tanto, maybe. You might be able to get Alex Reed back at this point. Hawthorne, no, you're right. He's <laughs> the, he, he was as problematic off the pitch as he is for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but so was Odin Bailey at Salford. Yeah, but um, oh, he's but he's a changed man. He's like he's found his spiritual <laughs> home. And Hannah, we interviewed him four months ago, and everyone at Salford said, "Yeah, he's the problem." Four yeah. months. <laughs> well, they won't want him back then, will they, Liam? So that's fine. He can't play anywhere else. So that means it'll all be like. Did he play for Salford this season? Yes. Right. Okay. He so played three minutes in the Papa John's or something ridiculous, unfortunately <laughs> okay. for them. Uh, yeah, so he can, and, you know, he might well, um, his issues may well have been with Neil Wood and, you know, he might go back and, and get on beautifully with whoever they've got. Um, and it might be that it's one of those transfers that we don't hear anything about for 
you know, the next couple of weeks and, and then it happens. It might not happen at all. Um, but we, we shall see. Something to look forward to. I'm actually looking forward to this transfer window, apart from all the ridiculous rumours and blatant lies. I'm not, but then again, we've not got much business being done. We've got a lot of outs. Well, that's because you've just signed the best striker in the league. Well, we haven't signed him, Vivi. We just let him him. for a bit. Well, yeah, but we've well, only got him for now. He might be out for the end of January. See, Graham, like, Graham Alexander like... said he's got no intention to sell him. He said we've so... had offers come in, we've rejected them already. Oldham is six days into the transfer window and we've already been like rumoured with half the National League. It's a crazy Yeah, but that's you. you. You you're rumouring half the National League. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's you making those rumours up. <laughs> you're telling us. What uh, yeah. what filled me with a little bit of hope was listening to Hannah there. It was almost very similar as as listening to our situation. The only difference is, and I don't I, I imagine Liam, you would have caught this quote somewhere, but after the game at the weekend or whenever, when do we play? New Year's Day. Um, Flynn said after the game, um, he's waiting to get on the coach, but he's confident that one's pretty much over the line. And then he's hopeful of two or three more before Saturday. Now, the the advert have quoted his pre-match press conference today and said that although none have come in so far, there might be a chance one or two of the injured players are back for Saturday. So we've gone from potentially four signings to possibly two injured players. But this is what he did all summer, and this is. Oh, mate! I, don't have to tell me. I'm, 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 I'm Rich is chomping at the bit to get the Simpsons graphics back out of the zero days without nonsense and the X amount of days since <laughs> last signing, and it's just he did all summer, every single. In fact, all January it was, wasn't it? After your games started that August, it was. Oh, we'll have two in by the weekend. We'll have two in by the week, and it was just, and it just never happened. And then you signed Jake Young. Our um, youth team's going to be worth a fortune next season, though. Yeah, but National League youth teams aren't really worth much, Fiverr. No, um, no, we're, we're, we're finishing 22nd. Uh, really? Yeah, that'd be a good season at this point. Um, <laughs> I'll take gonna, it right now if you offered it me. Yeah, going to bring some comments in here. Danny says, evening, Liam. Good evening. I'll wave hello because uh, certain certain Donny fans I'll say hello to. Um, <laughs> others, no. <laughs> Jake wants to know, and we've already kind of discussed it, but Hannah, you weren't here for it. Great, great disappointment. Now, my controversial thing on this is that, for me, this is make or break for the Cowleys. If they don't get this right, they cannot dine out on Lincoln any longer. I would agree. As well, in terms of, like, the demands that they made on Lincoln, like, in terms of the training facilities and the kind of infrastructure demands so colchester who you know aren't necessarily known for splashing the cash must have made them some big promises mm -hmm. not worth the paper they're written on those promises no he's looking at moving the training facilities as well isn't it as far as i'm aware um i think the whole training facility is moving somewhere else well, that would make sense because it was. I mean, they had at Lincoln. They had them build a entirely new facility, didn't they? Mm -hmm. And and that's why for me, if this doesn't work, because you know Huddersfield didn't work, Portsmouth, they they did well, but then it it felt it went to shit. At this point, you three club. If this doesn't work, you three negatives clubs or three clubs where it's failed and one where it's worked. I, they can't dine out on it any longer. At that point, they've got to stop being the top of everybody's lists, as far as I'm concerned. 
And they are, aren't they? The same names keep coming up every time, and the Cowleys are always on that list. I'm I'm surprised that the um, Colchester let Aldringham extend Alex Newby's loan because I. I think I think Alex Newby would be a Cowley type player, me. I mean, the thing with Colchester is every single January they fire a load of money into Literally. it. So yeah. he, the Cowleys are probably going to be able to bring in two or three of their own yeah. boys to, to to follow, and I think that's that's probably their thoughts behind it. Like what they've got is okay, but they can get better, and they will be better. Coming back, like and they've say, got an instant three points on their first game as well, don't forget. <laughs> oh, just honestly, Saturday is going to be so... Just I'm not even going to be asked about our game with Crawley and we're going to bring Stephen in soon because obviously Bradford and Crawley and Stephen's in the waiting room. But I'm just going to be watching, as I've done for most of the season, I'm going to be watching Swindon's results because I've been looking to see if Jake Young's been scoring and stuff, but now I don't have to look for that. I'll be able to see that in person, um, but I'm going to just be looking to see what happens because I'm just looking for what is the starting eleven. <laughs> yeah, you know, how many, what day do you reckon? In fact, it can only be tomorrow. Do you reckon tomorrow your CEO? Well, no, it doesn't right? because Swind- Swindon. Don't forget, Swindon are also masters of the um, of the shit house as well. So they probably actually signed some players. But there may well be free players in the door. But uh, they won't announce them till half past two Saturday afternoon. Or, no, sorry, two o'clock Saturday afternoon when the team sheet goes in. Because Flynn won't want to give anything away to the Cowleys. I I, I imagine tomorrow that you're, I can just picture your CEO sat in his office emailing Colchester going, should we just do five aside? Should we just, you know, <laughs> can, we, can we have a seven aside? We'll, do, oh, we'll, we'll have half free. a pitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll just uh, we'll just we'll see what we can do. Um, you know, can we can we do twenty minutes each way? Because our lads can't hack it. Um, yeah, Charlie Austin's knackered. End at twenty minutes each way. He's blowing out. Like <laughs> Charlie, imagine a situation where Charlie Austin is your only technically fit senior striker. Well, do you know? I actually someone I watched the video earlier from where he returned. Like obviously last January and it was like he's home and it was his highlights from when he was there before night and day even Mate, his you, movement you you've known me long enough now to know what it means for me to say this next statement I know you've got people waiting so I'll, I'll jump out and let people have their say in a minute but you know how much it it will in a way pain me but in a way with such pride say the fact that Sade is going to save our season I, I would love it <laughs> I would love it. And then at the end of the season, we get a video of him in a room watching his highlights. Um, I can't wait. Um, I, just, I hope that becomes the norm. Players watching their own stuff back. After uh, four months. Yeah. Just a, a keeper coming in on an emergency loan for the week and then sat in a room. Sat in a room with his yeah. two best mates. Um, what's he called? Accrington. The Accrington would have done like five or six so far for goalkeepers. Yeah, I'm thinking of a keeper that's coming on an emergency loan, but don't get on the pitch. He's just on the bench, and then it's just this, the highlight. Well, just whenever the camera, whenever the camera goes past the bench, she's like, "There I am." The big news there for us is we're is we're not recalling Bran from his loan at Supermarine, so everyone's really excited that we're about to sign a goalkeeper. The literally the only position we don't need at the moment, and that's what we're going to sign. 
Um, and the club haven't even commented on the fact that uh, that that Australian thing that I sent you, that Australian media figure, have, have already said that we've offered a contract to a player. So for anyone who doesn't know, this is on the BBC. It is on the BBC, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it is um, in Australia. So <laughs> Brisbane Raw. It's Brisbane Raw. Brisbane Raw, yeah. Yep. Where Charlie came from, remember, as well? Yeah. Joey's midfielder, Eddie Ince, has been offered a deal by Swindon Town's Australian owner, Clem Morfuna, as the plumbing mogul looks to parachute homegrown teenage talent into the League Two club. Yeah. That is not a Michael Flynn player. Michael <laughs> Flynn has no idea. No, no, keep reading player. the article. Flynn's seen him and he's very impressed, according but, to the article. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's n- bullshit. There is not a cat in hell's chance that Michael Flynn has any idea... Clem has come along and gone, I've signed someone for you. So, he, And he, he just, probably has seen him then, but he has no idea what he's getting. Just a passing so. note on this one before I leave you to it. Um, I've not gone fully in depth into my research just because I'm too busy trying to find funny memes about how, how cringe we are. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm led to believe from people who spend a lot more time looking into this stuff than me that young master Ince... Um, hasn't actually played in the, is it still the A-League? Um, yeah, yeah. He's represented Australia under 17 level, but he's never actually played for Brisbane Raw. But now he's going to come and, and save a League Two club season. Ben's already pegged him at 120 yes. grand. <laughs> Six figures. Yeah. It's your uh, Academy, Australian Academy Talent Identification Programme. Yeah. I can't wait till we get our first player from Karachi. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I was going to say, have you not seen they've got Karachi FC that are using the Swindon Town badge, but nobody knows why. Even the CEO didn't know why they were using Swindon Town's badge. We're, we're just that good. We're internationally renowned Swindon Town. That, that's why... I think so. Basically, Mr. Hall, our CEO, I think he's just got a little bit confused. He doesn't see relegation to the National League. He believes it's relegation to the International League. Yeah. So he's going around the world. Going around the world. Uh, it's that Europa conference getting. That's what it is. It's confusing. The, like, the old conference. He Flames thinks we're going out. into the Europa Conference League. <laughs> There's a sentence here where it says the plumbing mogul looks to parachute homegrown teenage talent into the League Two club. At some stage, sledgehammering it in. Clem at some stage is going to look to parachute the League Two club into Australia. <laughs> He's going to try and register you as an A League side. It's going to be like when the French teams joined the Super League. Apart from you have to take a thirteen-hour flight to play the teams <laughs> that you're going to play, 
Um, we're we're going to take that old theory of, you know, how there's always been this conversation about maybe there should be like a UK cup where like Bradford could end up playing Aberdeen or something. We're just taking that to the next level. Yeah. UK and exile. Oceana. Prisoners. Prisoners <laughs> Island. Um, well, yeah. Thank you very much. Been been fun. Um, yes, I'll leave you to it. But uh, yeah, thanks for thank having you, me on. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I know it's uh, hopefully it's not too late to say uh, Happy New Year, everyone, and I hope you had a good Christmas. Thank you, you very you. much. You too. You too, sir. Right. Thank I'll, you. I'll jump as well so you can get someone else on as well. Cracking. We've got uh, we've got Hannah. Are you ready for this? Born ready. You're born ready. Not one, but two. You Just know, I can see who it is. Oh, bollocks. I didn't know you were signed <laughs> in. Um, before we do, I'm going to blast through some comments so we can get them out of the way and we can have a conversation yeah. on this. So, Ainsley says League Two will be tough again next season. I genuinely think Chesterfield will get back to back. I don't think it'll be yes. anywhere near as tough as this season. Um, I, uh, it'll be tough. It's always tough, but I don't think it'll be. I think it'll be like last season's tough, which wasn't very, very tough. Yeah. At all. Obviously, Carlisle is throwing money at the problem at the moment, but yeah. you know, someone comes down at like you know, yeah. Carlisle, yeah, the problem with Carlisle is they've got a hole in the bottom of the bucket and they're just pouring more water in the top. <laughs> That's the issue with Carlisle. Um, Chesterfield are the last team worthy to come up to League Two. After that, would you argue for three up, three down? Mm. I'd argue for it anyway. I, do, I don't think, I wouldn't say Chesterfield are the last team worthy to no. come up to League Two. Um, being, being brutally honest, Chesterfield's resources should have them top of the National League. The fact that yeah. Bromley are sat in second place, I, I would argue that a team like Bromley are a worthy team to come up to the to League Two. And Oldham, yeah, there's there's some. I think there's so many teams down there that are worthy of it. And look, yeah. you can throw money at it. No offense, Hannah. Um, you can throw money at the National League problem and get yourself out of it. You it flaunt it. Yeah, if you got it, flaunt it exactly. Um, go from two thousand to ten thousand fans. And they're all kids. Organically. All, they're all kids with free tickets, apparently. Because um, <laughs> no, no club, because every club. Can you, right, here's my, here's my, right, I'm just going to go into this, Hannah. Here's my thing. He won't be what, watching, so I guess. No, do you know what? He probably will, because I've worked out it's somebody that we know under yeah. another account. Yes, because they tweeted off their other account earlier by accident. Ah. So I'll talk to you about that. But anyway, my, my thing is that for anyone who doesn't know, I said to this Stockport account, which is called the Edgley Echo, Edgley Echo, which is very, very, very apt for a name because he fucking loves to repeat himself. He there is definitely an echo. So. Well, he was going on about Wrexham, saying that Wrexham have a load of bandwagon fans. Like, mm -hmm. no denying that they do. But I yeah. said, so, so does Stockport, because you look at your National League North and your National League attendances to now. There are, of course, there are. Success brings fans. It's what it is. And, and do you know what? If you guys were fighting a relegation battle, you wouldn't be getting ten thousand. You'd, you'd get a drop off. It's the same with us. When we were in a shit position, we had eleven, twelve thousand fans. Really, there. We obviously, you announced more, but as I said to him yesterday, success. You know, the the club have invested a lot in the match day experience and mm -hmm. the like, raising the profile of the club. And yes, yeah, some of that's community stuff, but you know, some of it's stuff like the bloody meal and a cups and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, how, how many times have we had the conversation, Hannah, about you seeing Man United and Man City shirts at Edgeley Park? Yeah, yeah. Like, 
they're, they're not they're not Stockport fans. They're not Stockport fans. They're there. Obviously, it's good that they're there because it supports lower league football. And that's they're what we want. Fans. Yes, but not but to to pretend that. And this guy was saying that Stockport's fans have grown because they were giving out free tickets to school kids, and everyone else is family members of existing fans. Sorry, that's bullshit. No. Because because there's absolutely no way in hell Fylde are currently bottom of the National League. If you're, are you telling me that, or is this guy telling me that if Fylde threw a load of free tickets at school kids, that they would get ten thousand fans? Yeah. No, they wouldn't. Unfortunately, it goes hand in hand. You've got you've got a man you've got an owner with money. Fair play for doing that because, like you say, you got it flaunt it. But that's that does bring in more people. People go, Stockport are doing well. They're spending yeah. a load of money. I can't believe they've signed that player from League Two or League One. And Paddy Madden's dropped down to Stockport. Let's that's that's yeah. the sort of thing. Um, yeah. And I think you know the whole uh, community scheme. It. it Arguably, it causes issues as well. There have been times this season and and previously where it is an absolute sellout. You cannot get a ticket, mm-hmm. and then that section of the ground, which is uh, block one in the together stand, where the children, the free tickets are, there will be plenty of free seats. This season, I think they're doing it more in the railway end. Um, when Charlotte was a flag bearer, her team's tickets were in the railway end, but someone else, in the together stand, but someone else said that their um, school tickets were in the in the railway end. So, yeah, it's not, it's not without its problems. And, you know, of those, uh, I don't know how many kids there were, 16, I think there's a couple that have said that they want to come back to County and they watch County win 8-0. So, you know, it's the best advertisement that there could ever possibly be. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's definitely it's a great initiative. Wouldn't like to see it disappear, but it's absolutely not perfect and it's absolutely not the driving factor be- between behind the largest attendances. And on uh, on Monday, was it Monday? Got all the days of kind of... Yeah, it's one. been horrible this week. I thought it was Tuesday. Um, yeah, you did. Uh, Monday, it was our biggest attendance ever as a seated stadium so you know those those attendances are growing and it's yeah it's not down to 2014 free tickets there you go hannah are we getting oh, a video i mean i don't think he played hannah <laughs> I, I, i'm pretty sure he played a, 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 a yeah we could have had what? alfie plums as well that would have been uh something to watch yeah alfie it's gone back to wolves and oh my goodness, I don't know whether you talked about this, but uh, the comments, the Wimbledon fans losing their shit because we've, uh, I mean, he's been recalled, they've re- recalled, Wolves have recalled a load. Uh, but Alfie Pond going back to Wolves clearly meant that we're going to recall Joe Lewis. Not a happy fan base at that prospect. I can't see it happening, quite honestly. I think they're probably safe, but he has done very well for them. Yeah. Um... I mean, Wimbledon fans for, for me just find themselves getting angry over nothing. I I went on last year and told them that they, I didn't. They were they were running a space saying they thought they were getting relegated with eight games to go. And I went on and said, guys, look, I've seen enough of the league this season to know you got you'll be fine. Yeah, You're yeah. not getting relegated. They hate me for that. I, I I literally have Wimbledon fans that despise me. They said that I was cocky. I was like, I wasn't cocky. I was just saying you you they were. Eight games to go, they were seven places above the relegation spots at this point. I was like, you're, you're not going down. You're fine. It's to uh, go last season. It was between Rochdale, Hartlepool and Crawley. Maybe Harrogate. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, there was no chance. And I just said, look, you're safe. <laughs> and since then, they've hated me, which, you know, imagine that. I've got Donny fans that hate me for saying no. the opposite. Um, Ian's put a question to us. What's the best one line? I didn't read this before, by the way. So this is <laughs> shit, Ian. Right. What's the best one liner or nickname you've heard used to describe a player? E.g., Jigsaw goes to pieces in the box or Darren Anderton signal. We had one last week and it was um who were we playing? It wasn't the Stockport game because that was nil-nil, but the game before the Stockport game, which finished, it was Morecambe, two all. Mm-hmm. And um I can't remember who scored. Oh, Brad Halliday. Brad Halliday scored. And Andy Kiwomia mm-hmm. was on commentary. And Andy Kiwomi is one of those that I love him because you never know what you're getting. But he never knows what he's giving you either because he starts the sentence and oh, doesn't right. know where that sentence okay. is going. And he, he he said, Brad Halliday, he's screwing the screw. <laughs> and that was the sentence. And everybody just like listening back was like, screwing the screw. Like, where has that come from? Is he competing um, in the challenge door? Because that would have been an, a valid entrance. Oh, I know. Let's not talk about the Challendor at this point. Yeah, just, sorry. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Imagine that. Oh, there'll be a kickoff. Um, so, yeah, what about you? Have you heard any? Any, any in chat as well? I'm going to go I'm gonna go through. I, um, I used to frequently describe Macaulay Southern Hales as being made of Pringles. It just it it felt like he just got any knock and he'd be out. Um, and you know that's Macaulay's Tottenham Hales, who has been brilliant all season and much more resilient, and now he's out with a broken foot. Grant so. calls Jamie Walker chocolate legs, <laughs> but yeah, um, and yeah. he's out at the minute with a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, he, but he's all right. It's only a, it's only a slight injury as far as and he said he'd be back before that. Yeah. He's, he's he's back for the Doncaster game. I hope that's my aim. Um, so really? right, let's bring some people in, Hannah. Let's bring some people in. I know it's, no, no, it's not even a fucking surprise anymore because you know they're here. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage. We have Stephen Dimmock for Crawley. We have Dan. Right. Pete, it's not Pete Wild, it's just Dan from Barrow. <laughs> Pete Wild. Pete Wild. Pete Wild. Welcome, guys. How are we doing? All right. Good. Yeah, fine. Oh. Thank you. I hope uh, Christmas and New Year was all good. It's been, uh, do you know what? It's been weird because it's felt like it's all blurred into one and it came really, really fast and ended really, really fast. Exactly, mm. like second day in college and it feels like it's gone quick. Oh, I just, uh, I'm knackered already. I'm ready for next Christmas break. I think <laughs> this week though feels like, maybe because it's I'm, because I'm away, I've, I, it feels like between Christmas, so I've got no idea really what day it is, what date it is. It's just been... A continuation tomorrow's Friday, though, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. tomorrow's Friday. And <laughs> <laughs> obviously, FA Cup third round weekend as well. So, uh, no, not for all of us, Stephen. I mean, you're playing Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I am I am going to one of the games tomorrow evening, though. So, oh. just a bit of a night out. So, you're heading up to Bradford, Stephen. Uh, I won't be unfortunately because uh, just haven't really got haven't got the money at the moment to do it. So I'd have to stay overnight for it to work. And just... oh, you don't want to stay overnight yeah. in Bradford. You don't want to be here any longer than you have to be. Um, <laughs> what are your, what are your thoughts on your season so far? Um, it's funny you mentioned that. I did a little um, 
I did Shit. actually did an, did an article on it on how we're doing this season uh, yesterday. I think a bit out, and uh, well, compared to how last season went, it has been a massive improvement, and I think it surprised everyone, like pretty much even the entire fan base, to be honest. So, I do you think it shocked your owners? Well, <laughs> probably. <laughs> But I mean, if you saw in pre-season all the comments on social media, not not obviously just not just from pundits, but also like from a lot of our own fan base, like a lot of them were really really scared about what was going to happen because of how last season went, how um, unpredictable the owners are, um, the fact that some popular players were let go too. But um, it's not it's not worked out too badly. So at least I'm happy that. I haven't got to worry about relegation. I'm, I'm yeah. happy with that. At the beginning, Stephen, when everything was going incredibly well, did that? Were you ever kind of super excited? Like this is our season. This is our going up year, going up year of promotion. Um, or were you always kind of a little bit guarded and because you have dropped considerably from the first couple of months of the season? Um, I wasn't really, I mean, to be honest with you, even there was that period when we won four games in a row in, in September, but I think even that I could still see how we were still conceding a lot of sloppy goals and um, it basically what happens was that um, some of our players, like Nick Cerula had a good scoring run, uh, Adam Campbell scored a few goals that time and then... Um, that that also I think that was what helped. But um but at the moment it's pretty much been more the case where we win one game and then we lose the next game and then we win the one after. So it has it ha- you could say it has been very inconsistent, but it's still it's still a massive improvement on last last term. And considering that I think it took until around about late March to reach the total points we're on at the moment than that we managed last season. So yeah, so I think it has been, I mean, compared to, and, and there hasn't been as much drama off the pitch as well, which has been nice. I have a question. Like, with that, like, are they, do you still hear wag me out chance at games and signs, or has that gone away? Um, I've definitely not noticed it as much compared to, the, compared to the end of last season. Yeah, I like, I think it's probably just because the team because the team's been doing a lot better this year, and pretty much nearly all the chanting have all been uh, been pro Scott Lindsay ones. So, which has been it is definitely a, it is definitely a nice change here. They're a bit more positivity uh-huh. in the ground, but I do I do think that if something was to happen, then they might if the form was to fall apart. I do think it, we probably could go back to being the uh, anti Wagme movement could end up could end up starting up again but um i think having seen what we are what we've been like so far this season i'm not sure whether we will necessarily completely collapse and even i think even with that i still think we will have enough to be out of the relegation battle so i have a question and it's it's good that we've got you both here for this so stephen what are the rumors Oh, do I say it? Hannah, do I say this? Fuck it. What are the rumours that Barrow paid for Dom Telford? 
Um, what that Barre paid a transfer fee for Dom Telford. Yeah, because it was announced as an undisclosed fee. What What are the rumours around Crawley? Um, if you guess it right, ha- I'll tell you. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about in terms of how much they paid for him, but I did hear some some fans speculating that Crawley are still paying some of Barrow's wage, some of Dom Telford's wages, but no, that could not. be rubbish. Yeah, no, they're not paying any of his wages. Okay, that's um, a relief because it means, well, not not that it's anything against Dom Telford, but um, it just means that we we did have a lot of money saved up in the wage budget. So, yeah, um, do you want to do you want to guess at a figure? Um, I'm going to say it was about how much Nichols sold for about sixty grand. Apparently. I'll say probably about seventy grand. About seventy grand. Okay, so. Take those five numbers, so seven, zero, 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 zero. Take the seven away. Yeah. And there's your number. So he was for free then. Free transfer, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Free transfer. Um, We must have been absolutely desperate to to get rid of him then if we were letting... If we were letting Barrow have him for nothing, you you paid him out. You paid his contract (laughs) out. He's been paid up for the full contract. Was that Lindsay that one pushed out for? Or was it the owners? I I, I don't know. I don't actually know. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Lindsay that made the decision because at the start of the season, I could see he really didn't fit. He didn't really fit the star play at all, and he was. And also the last game, he had a terrible penalty, just tapped it straight to the goalkeeper. So, yeah, but mm. I think it's probably best for everyone, to be honest. It's cost you a lot of money, though. I'd be brutally well, honest. Um, considering how much money we paid, we paid out managers and all that last season as well. I, I think you paid more on Telford. I think Telford's cost you more than anything. I think Telford's cost you more than managers and and all sorts because the managers would have been on a lot. Um, so let's move on to Barrow because the Dom Telford that Crawley saw is not the Dom Telford that Barrow have been seeing. It's, it's a completely different Dom Telford. Um, it's quite ironic, Hannah. Do you know what I love about this is that I've said, I've just said that 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 Barrow paid nothing for Dom Telford, and underneath Stephen is just the word breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As if it's meant to be. That's the clip. Um, so yeah, it's um. What a season for Barrow. This has been ridiculous. Um, I'm glad Ben Whitfield didn't score on Monday. Mm-hmm. He listened to me. I asked him not to. Told him Bradford couldn't afford him if he carried on. So what? D- describe Monday for us first, Dan. Um, similar. To, you could say similar to the Stockport game, going out there, starting on the front foot. But then after the first goal, after... The challenge on Worrell making us have to stretch him off, then he gets get gets sent to hospital. Then also having the same reason, bringing on Lucas Stevenson, another concussion. Uh, you could say Jim McLean shouldn't have been on the pitch by full time, but it is what it is. League Two officials foiled it up. The big crowds don't give big decisions. But other than that, you, you can't also stop, uh, well, Wrexham's goals even. Uh, 
goal coming from a set piece. Stephen Fletcher, free at the back post. Defence switched off and we allow him to score an header. Free kick, he couldn't really do anything about it with Paul Mullins' free kick. But I think the first goal that Stephen Fletcher scored, we could we sat too deep, didn't press him out enough. But you, you look at the resources that Wrexham have got, it was it was bound to happen and the unbeaten streak comes to an end. But how quickly can we react from that with having Tram here at the weekend, which are on fine form at the minute? Is it at home? Yeah. You guys haven't lost at home this season. Yeah, but you got you got to think we've only got one fit right back in the squad at the minute. If yeah, you only need to play one right back, man. Yeah, but what how if many, many fucking right backs you play him? What if he gets injured? What if Paul Farman gets injured? You only got one first choice goalkeeper. Be right. You only, you only play one right back, Dan. Don't worry about it. Um, um, I do have one quick question for Dan. Uh, what are your thoughts on Mazida Gungbo so far? Because he was at uh, Arsenal well, last season. You, you haven't you haven't really seen him much this season because picked up a long term injury against Preston in pre-season, came back, game against Morecambe in the EFL Trophy, which he, he played all right against Morecambe. Then, not really, he's not, to be honest, he's not really been given the chance. I, I just think he's been brought in just for, if if there's, if there's game time for him. I, I think a loan option maybe could be the option, but, I reckon with the injuries now that we've got with Luca being out for probably a bit and David Worrell, I can see him getting more game time. But looking at it, Junior Tienza's on his way back. Also, Tyrell Warren's on his way back. So, I don't know. If you do have to start with seed, all I've got to say is good luck. Mm. I mean, the thing is, knowing, knowing you guys, knowing Crawley, He'll he'll end up being like best player in the league in the second half of the season. It's just that you guys really couldn't get him going. Um, he didn't so, look, he, he didn't even look national league level when he was at us. I thought, yeah, but none of your players did. Absolutely <laughs> honest. Last season, last season, none of your players really really looked national league level at, at Crawley. It was a poor season. I mean, aside from Dom what, Telford, being brutally what honest. What about Nick? What about Nick Cerulli? Do you think he? No. No, I don't think anyone did. I think I think Dom Telford did. I feel like he was playing in a team that played a style that didn't suit him, but you could always see that quality with Dom Telford. But I don't, I don't think anyone really... Um, even, like, people rave over that. Is it Balagiza? Yeah, I mean, he was injured a lot of the time, though. Yeah. And I asked a Wigan fan about him today because he got me called he and he said he was in, injured. And when he, ever, he did play, he didn't really look... Quite no. up to League One, and, and so I, I do wonder. Oh, is there a chance maybe he might he might come back to us? But I, I feel like I feel it. like for you guys last <clears throat> joking, you guys last season, if he looked well in a shit squad, <clears throat> and I'm joking, coconut, <laughs> it's got no wrong all <laughs> had a take over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What answer to Liam's question? What was the question again? What about, was the question? <laughs> about being good in the shit squad. 
Ben being good in a shit squad? Oh, I think it was... Oh, Dom Telford. But I talk, Telford and Balagiza being they they looked Telford I thought always looked like he had it, but Balagiza, for example, I, I feel like he was he looked above a really shit squad, but he wouldn't have fit into I'd say twenty three of the other teams in the league. Maybe maybe Rochdale or Hartlepool, so that's a bit harsh. So yeah, maybe any of the top twenty teams in the league he wouldn't have fit into. Um dying here still guys, but a bit of coconut stuck at back of me for Sure, I didn't really see much of Crawley last season. Like I thought, we I haven't didn't really watch much of the highlights from last season, so I couldn't really give you an answer. But I'm happy that Telford's now at Baroni's scoring goals. Do you know my biggest regret? And I actually realised this only the other day. So we were at Barrow the other week for the crossbar challenge, and Grant was with me, and we were chatting to to Dom Telford. Telford relegated Hartlepool last season. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't even bring it up. And it, the, I was sat there, and literally, I was sat, I was, in fact, I was laid in bed the other night and I went, oh. And I thought, what a missed opportunity that is. Like, I could have, that could have been so good. Sorry, you, always, you always take the opportunity to remind anyone, stop or related, about Ben Whitfield's. Goal. Yeah, that, that goal. Yeah, which it's going twice, hasn't it? Yeah, it's all right, Hannah. He scored against us as well. Um, speaking of Stockport fans, Hannah, I've had a tweet from a Stockport fan. I'm going to read it now. It's from our lovely friend Ben. And he says, even though you've got an agenda against Stockport County, <laughs> I think we're a bunch of glory hunters. Most of us still think you're all right. Oh, thank that's you. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you very, very much. Um, and um, Ian in the chat has said that Sam Byrne, who is a Stockport Express and MEN reporter, but works quite closely with the club, has said that we are considering recalling Joe Lewis and Connor Lemonhay Evans from Wimbledon. See, they were on Sunday on the six or six. We had a Wimbledon fan on, and he was he was talking about. It was about Lewis. They're both at Wimbledon, aren't they? Yeah, and then Johnson's there, but Johnson went on a perm. Yeah, so he spoke about he spoke about uh, Lewis. He was worried about Lewis, and I asked about Lemon Havens, and he said he didn't think that you would recall him. Um, but I, I think honestly, it will depend on. There's a deadline for recalls, isn't there? Um, I don't know exactly. I don't think there is, you know. I, don't I, I, I thought there was, but apparently it's it's down to the, the contract between the clubs. So Fair enough. the clubs I can agree on a date. I think any recalls would be dependent on maybe business that we've got planned not going our way. For one, for whatever reason that may be, and we still end up with gaps, yeah, it would totally make sense uh, for them to come back. And I think, like, uh, you know, joke to Ian, like, considering recalling well you know i'm considering doing all sorts of things but i don't actually do them like of course yeah. they're considering every loan every yeah. you know every it's the easiest headline isn't it yeah like headline. um billy chadwick uh has been at gateshead on loan he's been recalled and then gone out to um york on a mm. on a permanent transfer oh didn't see a highlight video for him Maybe it'll come. Maybe it'll, it'll head back Maybe. over. And yeah, it'll be, I mean, uh, yeah. 
they must have felt so awkward, those guys. Before, before you two go, um, give us a prediction. Second half of the season, where do you think you're finishing? Playoffs. Fourth, fifth. Sixth, I don't, I don't think we'll get in at the top. I don't think we'll get in autos. I don't. I just don't think we've got the uh, enough legs. Fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh. Fifth. Mm. Yeah, it's a phenomenal season for Barrow. Let's be brutally honest. Stephen, where do you think you're finishing? Um, twentieth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that um, it would be how he finished, not last season, but the one before. I think we'd be 12th. right. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I remember you. Oh, God, I remember that because you finished two places above us and Preston and Ebon wouldn't let me forget it. Like, oh, we finished two places above you. I'm like, you came in in February. No, it was actually in April when they came in. So it was only literally, I think it was only about a month. It was announced when... in April. Yeah, there's always, there's always, yeah. A, yeah. there's always like a, a, a trail. Uh, it's like the Bradford thing. The Bradford thing came out at the end of December, but they they were at Bradford at the beginning of November. Like it's, um, yeah, it's just well. Um, I've also oh, we all know how call. long the takeovers do take quite a long time to do. So if you see how long the South End one's been going on for, for example, too, and then the and I think there's still wasn't there another club that still announced that they were going to be a takeover, but that's still. Not quite done yet. Amir had said uh, he's, he's he's not looking to. So is it, it's Palios, isn't it? Uh, he, he said he's not looking to sell for twelve to eighteen months. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, was not some like quick... statement coming out of Tramia saying like FA something charge or something? As there was yeah, something it's, uh, the, the the manager's been charged with with something. Uh, the manager's had a charge, so not mm -hmm. really. Yeah. Not really um, sure. Also, just one quick thing before I go. Do you, do you think that there's a chance that Crawley could end up having new owners by the end of the year? No. 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 I don't know why. Why would they? Let's be honest. They've, like you say, there's been no nonsense this season. And I think this is why people are struggling with the, the wag me out thing. The, the last season was a learning curve for, for everyone. It was a learning curve for the fans to understand who the owners were and what they were about. And it was a learning curve for the owners to understand what British football is and how what you can and can't do. I mean, look, I'll, I'll be brutally honest. I sat with those owners and on several occasions went, don't do that. And they still did it because they wanted to see the fans' reaction. But... No, why? Why would they? They're not going. No, not unless somebody wants. It's not going to be. They're not going to go out and try to sell. If somebody comes along who wants to buy the club and can take the club forward, then they, yeah, they would probably sell if they meet the valuation. But no one's meeting that valuation at this point because they've yeah. put millions into this football club. Like genuinely, they've 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 put millions in. They paid well over the odds for this club. It, there was it was losing uh, one point four million pounds when the last accounts were published. Now is that, was, what it, is that what it said? That was what I think it is on company sales, but that was from April twenty twenty one to twenty two. So it goes back. So that was been before they before they officially became directors. So yeah. didn't they didn't they say though at some point when they took over that they'd give themselves the two years? So, so yeah, what happens is they'll that? have a vote. It won't be it won't be wag me leaving. What it is is at the end of the two years, so at the end of this season, there will be a vote within Wagme to uh yeah. to essentially so change the owners. 
Mm. As but in that changes who would, yeah. That you'll end up with Hunter. Yeah, probably. So, well, guys, thank you very, very much. And Thanks uh, very much as well. Yeah, cheers, Dan. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. So, Hannah, we've done an hour and 12. We don't normally do this. Um, Ian said... We've only done long. an hour, so... We've only done an hour, so that's why we stayed on a little bit longer. Yeah, thanks. Um, but, guys, thank you very, very much for joining us on this. It's been fun. It's good. We're, we're changing things up again, aren't we, Hannah? We were talking earlier. Yeah. And we're going to go back to League 2. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to the League Two weekly, and you're gonna help me run the breakdown. Yeah, and we're gonna double team it. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. yeah, yeah, and we're gonna go back to basics and do what we do best. And we're yeah. we're, we're easing ourselves in with a light League Two week. I can't wait! I cannot <laughs> wait for this week. I'm not, I'm so excited. Um, I, I genuinely thing is we. So much has happened. Like, Etherington got sacked, but they've appointed a manager before we've had a chance to speak about it. I know. Yeah, That's yeah. how mad it is. Um, and yet, Salford still haven't got a manager. <laughs> We're coming into the weekend. Oh, and you're also signing Messi, I saw earlier on. Yeah, apparently we're signing Messi. I love it. Isn't he off Coronation Street? I don't know. I don't watch it. It's not even Graham Alexander, and that's what was making me laugh <laughs> on that picture. Um, yeah, definitely not. But I know I'm 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 delighted. I can't wait for Saturday. It's just I don't know. I feel like a lot of Bradford fans have said it. I don't necessarily agree because I don't think Jake Young's going to play <laughs> Saturday because he's out of his ankle. I think he might be on the bench. We might see five ten minutes for him, but he'll come in over the next couple of weeks, but Bradford fans are sort of saying this Saturday is the start of the season. Season starts this week. So gosh, poor lad. That's a lot of uh it's a lot of pressure. Um, a lot of pressure. But that my... it does feel like that. I mean the January transfer window last season was a proper reset for some clubs like Gillingham it completely transformed their season. And you know it works both ways. Swindon yeah. say that they they never come out well from transfer windows just to like put the boot in a little bit more um but yeah there's a lot of a lot of clubs that are suffering with injuries there's a lot of uh terrible pitches around there's a yeah. lot of clubs with a week off um there's a, there's a hell of a lot of football has been seen in shopping centers in different towns and greg's there's always, greg's. always greg's oh tesco yeah before we go hannah oh god <laughs> I meant to bring this up earlier, but you were here, so I thought I'd save it. Have you seen Gillingham's Twitter today? No, no, I've been in meetings all day. Gillingham are selling <laughs> half and half scarves for their game versus Sheffield oh, no, United. No, 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 I have the Sheffield United ones. Yeah, I have actually seen that. I couldn't really, but you and know, they're, they're also selling pin pin badges with each club's <laughs> badge on. But honestly, like lots of clubs do, we, when we played Wimbledon last season, they did them, which just for a normal cup game. What the club sold them? They, yeah, they were. Oh no, it was like a little like pin trader guy outside oh, the ground. Yeah, you'll you'll always get them. But this is the club mm. advertising. But here's the thing: Sheffield United versus Gillingham was Not a long league, back, right? seven <laughs> years ago was a League One fixture. 
That was that was they, they were competing in the league. This isn't Man United. I can understand, you know, if it was Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, one of those teams coming to town. I could understand that. Not Sheffield United. I, I begrudge. I, I would begrudge any team praising a side that has Ollie McBurney in it. Uh, well, I mean, half and half. We will half and half. Scars went in rose about six months ago, didn't they? Oh, yeah, and then I bought one. Did you buy one for who? Yeah, oh, because I bought one for Charlotte at the football at England and Macedonia for lols. Right. Well, let's let's put back right now. Let's put back into Rose Ed, <laughs> which which for anyone who doesn't know, that's essentially our room one hundred and one. Yeah, half and half scarves are back in Rose Ed. Uh, maybe next week we'll bring. Yeah, let's make let's make Rose Ed a, a live thing and let people suggest stuff. Oh yeah, that's we'll a great show. Yeah. yeah, cool, cool. Guys, other than oh, that, thank hey, you. you know I said I'd help you with six six six. I can't do it on Sunday. Oh no, I can actually. I'll be back. I don't need help with six or six. we don't need help with six or six though, because six or six is we just needs one of us to turn up, and then everyone that's else true. just comes anyway. We don't need if you. If, People turn up, they turn up. If they don't, they don't. It, and also, if you turn up in the middle and only hear <laughs> talking about one particular club, that doesn't mean that we've talked about that particular club for the whole two hours. Yeah, in fact, he, he tuned in for the last 15 minutes and the last five <laughs> minutes of it was Wrexham and he, he a little bit of friendly feedback. Uh, maybe, don't, maybe don't talk about Wrexham the entire time because we're all sick of hearing it. First time listener, I'm like, make your mind up. First time listener, or you're sick of hearing it. Which is it? Because it can't be both. Um, oh, we literally, Don, Donnie had 45 minutes, Swindon had half an hour, Wimbledon had 20 minutes, Gillingham had 20 minutes, Wrexham had five. He's like, oh, Wrexham fans are just shooing themselves in. Piss off. I, people annoy me. And yeah, people annoy me, and I'm I'm at a point where I, I no longer care about people annoying me. I'm just coming back at them now, um, because I've I've been very nice over Christmas. <laughs> people think that I haven't. I've actually been very very reserved over Christmas and quite quiet. Someone no, said last didn't. night that um, oh, when I made that comment to you about you slapping my wrist, because <laughs> yeah, oh, are you sure you're not just uh, having a fit because you've made your wrist slapped and. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd love it. And then someone commented saying, that's made me feel a bit sick. I was like, well, I'll make you feel even more sick. I'm going to up the ante. Then that guy who was complaining replied going, oh, so now you're making threats. What are you talking about, you weapon? Shut up. Um, Edgley Echo. Here, clip this. Right. Guys, thank you very much. We'll see you all next week. Ciao for now. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.